0: Oh, didn't answer yet again. You know, every time you don't answer my calls, it's Latinx erasure. Latinx erasure. Yeah, you've been called out. Living glam, Living rock. Living with Jonathan
1: and Katie. Welcome,
0: Welcome to... Living, Living with, with Jonathan, Jonathan and, and Katie. And <laughs> <Cote>. <laughs> okay. Hey, sluts. Hey,
1: sluts. How are you doing? You guys slutting it up in the sluts year? <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, well, we have on um, such an amazing guest uh, today, a great comedian and artist. Um, Katie, do you consider yourself an artist?
1: An artiste. An artiste. Um, that's the feminine pronoun I approve of. Uh, what's my history with art? I was an artist early on. Um, I did draw a panda out of pastels. A lot mm. of shading, a lot of coloring.
0: Pastels, honestly, I don't see enough of them anymore.
1: I know. We need to bring them back.
0: They're so great. They're like crayons, but way better.
1: They're the gayest tool. Yes. Because they're like bright colors. They yeah. have a lot of attitude. They can be soft. They can be hard.
0: They're, yeah, like the, the hard, like almost like plastic pastel. Yes, yeah. Or the soft, waxy pastel that's almost like like uh, semi-dried paint
1: and you can blend them. That's yes. the best part with your little finger. Yeah. Um, I did a, I did a stunning pastel of a Panda for endangered species week. Um, did it win an award? Yes. Did it get displayed at the public library? Yes. And did I discover recently when I put a Google alert on my name that it has been digitized <gasps> on the internet by the Fullerton public library? It's literally from 1993 and, um, it's iconic. It's a Panda eating a bamboo leaf
0: wow content for the instagram for sure i can see that you've always said something with your art (laughs) yes
1: (laughs) really a lot of statements oh and then in high school at the time i was trying to be into cars because boys liked cars and it was the fast and furious era so i did do a um a white pencil on black of the new nissan z and i thought that that was really just gonna
0: Ladies and gay Get boys out there, don't we try. <laughs> don't be into cars just because fucking boys have. Don't be ugh. like
1: seriously drawing a pencil sketch of a Nissan Z. That's awful. But That's tragic. It is. My mom had it up on her wall for a long time.
0: You know what you should do? <laughs> Fix it by putting a panda inside the Nissan Z eating bamboo. That
1: is gentrification. <laughs> um, what about
0: I, you? I, um, yeah, I won many awards in my youth for my art. Mm. Um, my I won first place. At the Pasadena Christian Arts Fair, Um, and it was we had to like stiff competition. We we had to well, yes, there was uh, two other competitors. Against
1: the Lord, (laughs) the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost.
0: The Lord lifted me up, and I who am I to deny Him? I I painted I painted with pastels, basically like a Frida Kahlo inspired um, still life. So I did like. Fruits on uh on a terrace um on a also t- very gay yeah like a bunch of fruits <laughs> on a table on a terrace with a parrot sitting on the balcony of the terrace in the moonlight with like vines hanging out from the awning oh my god so I painted that the detail yeah and I got first place and honestly I still I, my mom has it when I look back I'm like it legit is really good <laughs> and I never ever replicated that amount of skill ever again it was one of those things that I just loved Frida so much so the that I, came to I yeah I was just like oh, you know but then I the next year I won honorable mention by another pastel uh of a white peasant woman uh crying in the fields and she's crying blood and the blood is spilling down her and splashing off the field um and she's like all wet and she's in rags it's very like like um colonized celt of the british isles it's very that it got honorable mention because i think i <laughs> I think um, I think it was honestly too ahead of its time. I think it was very like, why is she crying blood? Um, he's eleven. Like, you know.
1: No, the real question is, did you title it? Yeah. What was it called?
0: White women bleed.
1: <laughs> I would love if you came to my house and was like, I have some housewarming presents, and they were gilded frames of your moonlit parrot and the white woman crying. I would full on put that in my like the white or... the white
0: woman crying is in my childhood bedroom at my parents house and
1: please you have to send me them
0: I I it's actually qu- quite a disturbing painting when you actually <laughs> look at it now I, I do have to say it especially from afar it could look like like just like you know when like adult artists try to like paint like a child or right. whatever <laughs> <laughs> it looks like that and, but but it's uh but yeah but that's what it was.
1: Oh, my gosh. So I guess we're both award-winning artists. Yeah. Um, but we chose to let other people have the the limelight, and we went to comedy We instead. went to comedy, yeah. Um, and we're suffering the consequences for that it. That is true. Yeah. <laughs> well, but it, I bleed everywhere and all ways in <laughs> the field, so I don't know. So I was right. Yeah.
0: Um, well, you guys, uh, take a listen to this episode. We're super excited about it. Um, uh, Greg Edwards is a... Just a great comedian and a great artist, and he has an exhibit coming up in a few days. It's December 14th from 2 p.m. to 4 p.m. at the A.C. Bill Brew Library at the African-American Resource Center. Um, also, check our Instagram. Check um, Greg's Instagram for more info. Go check it out. Go buy art. Uh, listen to his album. Yeah. yeah, All
1: those things. Talk to you later, guys.
0: Bye. I've
2: been thinking about the apocalypse a lot lately. I'm gonna tell you, man, I don't think white women are gonna survive the apocalypse. Nope, nope, ain't gonna happen. I know y'all been doing yoga. I know you been rock climbing. But it ain't gonna happen, man. I see white women on the street and I just look at them and say, mm, I'm gonna miss you, girl. either. I, I don't think black women gonna survive the apocalypse either, huh Black women way too loud for the apocalypse. <laughs> way too loud. Greg, where we going?
3: <laughs>
0: Damn, I'ma miss you girl. <laughs> Um, today in studio, we have Greg Edwards, who is a wonderful stand-up comedian, actor, and artist, who you may know as Sparky Sweets, PhD from Thug Notes, um, which is also an audiobook that you can get on audible.com. His comedy album, Dopamine, available on Spotify, and he's been featured on Comedy Central, BET, MTV, and the New York Times. Please welcome our friend and wonderful comedian, Greg Edwards. Yay! you, hey, <laughs> Greg. Greg. You, you don't—you haven't appeared
1: in Goop yet. What's up, Goop? Please, Goop. Oh, Gwyneth K- Paltrow's newsletter? Yeah. <laughs> it's my essence. No. no, I'm kidding. Gwyneth Paltrow has a newsletter? You don't oh. know about Goop? Okay, we'll, we will talk <laughs> about that later. Serious? No, 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 no. no. Oh, Let's yeah. talk about it now. Okay, no, yeah, ta- 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 really, yeah. Okay, this she has a newsletter. This is like her, the number one most parodied thing. She has a, a blog and an industry. It's like a multi-million dollar company. Good for her. But all she does is promo like um white lady wellness. It's one of the most hated stuff. companies ever oh yes yes because
0: yes. she the stuff is unattainable it'll be like um when i like to make coffee i like to make whole bean coffee out of this golden espresso machine yeah. that costs five thousand dollars yes. yes. i have one in my house and everyone's like are you fucking yeah. kidding me how
1: is it popular though oh so popular and yeah. she's starting to do these like um kind of like you know how oprah goes on tour and does these big she's things she's doing it off she oprah. does those um she also she she really won and lost my heart when she, this was years back she did a post about paris because you know, and it literally was like the first man who ever took me to Paris was my father, and I always <laughs> feel that every girl should have that experience. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, like your dad in Paris. Uh, I don't know. It's so it's the most unrelatable. Goop. Fantastic.
2: Goop. G W O P. G O O P. Oh, G. It started as
1: her own personal newsletter that she would email to friends, and then yeah. it became now it's truly like a multi-million dollar media company. Damn. I can't believe I I can't believe you didn't know. I didn't know. We'll get you featured. We'll get you like a I like Gwyneth. Yeah, I'm, I'm cool with She doesn't des- I don't think she deserves All the hate she gets But yeah. That's speaking as someone Who is often called Gwyneth in public <laughs> <laughs> She's I, just
0: a rich girl She is I, I know mean, she, she, can she, rich
1: girl. she can't yeah, She
3: can't doing yeah. what she does
0: That's the thing Like you hate her so much Because it's like Are you fucking In touch with reality <laughs> no. yeah. Stupid You know But then you're just Kind of like You've never You've always From the get go Because she's from Beverly Hills yeah, like, yeah. Jump. yeah She's just Always going to be On this level And it's like I guess she doesn't Want to hurt us but, I know, yeah, like, she's not <laughs> trying to kill us. Yeah, I take it as a personal <laughs> <Yes>. attack. <laughs> she could be like a, you know, a hardcore
2: Republican, like, kill these poor people, you know yeah. what I
1: mean? Yeah. Yeah,
2: I fuck with Gwen.
1: Come on, so. Shakespeare love, I fuck with oh, you. Oh, my queen. We talked about that in episode one. You guys can go back and listen to that, but... <laughs> Back to Greg.
2: Oh man. I'm
0: but greatest shit. This yeah. is great. You, um, I mean, you are a staple in the LA comedy scene. Oh, uh, that's nice. A king.
1: i call him uh, a king. Yes. Oh,
0: that's even sweeter. <laughs> we do uh, love
1: you. The great thing about Greg is that he's funny and also everyone likes you.
0: I everyone likes me. you.
2: I don't know if everybody likes me.
0: Mo- I, I mean, that. everyone that we know, everyone comedically matters, and know. in real life, like <laughs> yeah. you. That's nice. Yeah, because yeah. it I'll sometimes try to be nice to people. sometimes it's not congruent. Sometimes it's like we love that person, but comedically <laughs> no, or we think they're hilarious, but in person <laughs> we bad. hate them. Yeah. Nice yeah. 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 yeah, very true. You
2: no, know, I try to be cool with everybody. Um, yeah, I try to be nice to people. I really like folks, um, especially comedians, and I get like you know how hard it is to be a comic, and um, so you know. Some people don't aren't nice to like new comics, and I don't like that. I'm like, come on, man! You know, you wouldn't like it when you were new and older comics used to shit on people. So I just try to, you know, try to be cool with people and try to talk to people.
1: And they're gonna be gone in a year, so yeah, exactly. Nice while they're here, exactly. (laughs) I'm so vicious. So just be nice, you know. You know, but it's you know. But I also, you are a very positive person in that like. Is something that even your Twitter feed, like everything, it is, it is, you're the only person who's positive who doesn't annoy me with it, you know? I appreciate right. it. And that, it's really hard to do. Well, because so. he doesn't
0: post quotes that's like, if you find a flower, <laughs> think about the beauty inside It's something like, some stupid crap like that.
2: No, I'm trying to, you know, I mean, anytime like I post something positive, it's, I try to post it for other people, but it's mostly for me. It's mm-hmm. mostly like telling me to like get up and like do the shit that I want to do and you know, yeah, yeah. 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 Like thanks though this is, hella, yeah. this is hella nice on a sunday yeah this is beautiful you.
0: but you have a um and what we want to talk to you about today is um and we're gonna play some if it's okay uh to play um some clips of your stand-up yeah, from you yeah. just like youtube or whatever's yeah, on that's fine. um but you have a an art exhibit I um, do. Yeah. yeah it's about Redlining. redlining. Can you explain mm-hmm. to us what that is for yeah. those who
2: um, redlining happened in the I guess like the 1920s and the 1930s, where uh, basically the United States government uh, was trying to they they redlined communities. Whereas this wasn't redline; it was redline, yellow line, green line. If certain communities, um, if you wanted to move into a neighborhood, and you wanted to move into a neighborhood that was uh, stereotypically redlined. Uh, they wouldn't give you the loan to move into these neighborhoods, the red line neighborhoods was mostly black and latino neighborhoods, and those neighborhoods they weren't funded so like those neighborhoods wouldn't have libraries uh grocery stores um uh hospitals banks uh so if you they tried to just keep people um in these other neighborhoods like the green neighborhoods uh the white are these Asian neighborhoods, even the Asian neighborhoods were like yellow that's not nice but um uh they just they were like basically um just putting these neighborhoods in boxes so they weren't getting funded. And basically and that's what we have today. Like you have these neighborhoods all throughout LA, all throughout the country that are just like shit on. Them. Like they they the government basically made ghettos.
1: It's economic segregation exactly. basically.
2: And um yeah, and so I just wanted to I found these maps these maps have always been around. Um, Ta-Nehisi Coates, really good, uh, great author, who I, I love to read all of his books and um, his essays. Uh, he, did a, um, he did an essay on um, the fight for reparations, which he just did it through redlining, and that got me really interested in, um, in the redlining maps. But I was already looking at them before, and I found these maps, I found like a site that had all of them, mm-hmm. like all of them together. And I just, you know, I would just like download the maps because I thought of, like, it's something I want to do with these artistically. And then I figured it out. And I started, like, placing, like, uh, famous uh, black celebrities, authors, athletes, musicians, politicians over the the areas where they were from and um, the redlining areas. You know, just try to keep their face, their image a little bit. And, uh, yeah, it was a hit. People really enjoyed them. I did um, – I've always been an artist. I've always drawn – Um, ever since I was a kid. uh, And I just wanted to figure out, you know, like doing comedy, you get so stuck in doing comedy, going to mics, going to the shows. I felt like I needed another outlet. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, and uh, people really dug them. I did a art show and people came and bought a lot of it (coughs) and it got a lot of attention. And yeah, and it's been really great. It's been, um, people have been buying stuff and it's been cool. People have been really nice and starting a conversation. Uh people that I really didn't know about it. Um
1: yeah, it's just been it's been great. Have you gotten any um <coughs> feedback or pushback like online or any good or bad, anybody commenting or no,
2: not really. Did... I mean, everything's really been positive. I did do one thing when I was doing the red line, I did like another piece and I saw somebody jack the whole thing and that <sighs> was kinda like upsetting. But For what? I did like um when I was doing the redlining, I got really into Coretta Scott King. Okay. <laughs> in a creepy... <laughs> it was in a creepy way. She was fine, She's y'all. Coretta Scott so Queen. So fine. I
1: was like, fuck
2: Bart. I mean, Bart's dope. But Coretta... do all know about Coretta? Coretta older than him. Coretta went to law school? Medical
1: school, I mean? She was the first Michelle?
2: She was the first Michelle. Wow. Like...
0: People I People don't know even that.
2: know, man. Like, um... Coretta went to school in Boston. Martin followed her out there, you know? Coretta's just a badass woman, and um, I got really into her, and I started doing a lot of art, and I took a picture off of her, and I put it under, like, a Jet magazine uh, cover, and I used the Jet logo and a picture of her, and I made it look real cool. And, like, maybe, like, three months later, somebody did a whole art show of that (gasps) with other people. Like, they <gasps> used a the jet thing. They jacked your concept? <laughs> they jacked my concept. For an
0: art show, not even for, like, their, like, social or whatever. No, jet. they jacked the whole concept,
2: <gasps> and they put, like, use jet and use other people in different style
0: and graphics. Were you able to call them out?
2: No, I mean, I didn't want, uh, well, it made me, I looked at the day I posted that, and then I, and they actually liked it, they liked the post, <gasps> oh. and then I, so I just tracked it down, and I was like,
1: it's
2: just, that's just how shit happens sometimes. So it's all good, but that's See how positive thing.
1: he is? I, I can't get yeah. mad
2: about it. I mean, like, you know, I can get upset about it and let, let it bother me. Um, but that's not going to do anything. He already made his money off of it. And, you know, I will just make cool shit. What, what it really does for me is like, oh, cool.
1: You make, yeah. I make dope shit. And yeah. it's
2: so dope that other people want to get it. So I just got to make dope shit, and then put water drops over it. Yeah, watermarks, yeah. Watermarks over it. But even yeah. if I put a watermark over it, they can still take it. It's Are just, we, you, yeah, know, I know. just gotta, you know, you just got to keep creating. and um... Wait, Yeah,
0: <laughs> wait. This is what you were telling me when I saw you at that show in the Valley a few weeks ago, when? Cindy Aravena's show, that when this happened, your girlfriend was so furious that you had not put a watermark on the. <laughs> oh, oh this is something
2: else. I did a show in San Diego, And I did my blank social media show and none of the comics showed up. So we had to basically do ourselves. You've done this. You guys have done the show. And we had to like go through our own stuff. And they went through my Instagram and Quincy was pointing out some of my artwork. And after the show, this woman came up to me and she was like, hey, I'm an interior designer. And um, one of my clients was a really big boxing fan and he wanted some boxing art. And I went online and... I found one of your pictures, and I just downloaded (gasps) your picture, (laughs) and I put it in uh, my house, and I just want to say I'm sorry, (gasps) and I told my girl about that, Janelle, Janelle's like, she was hot, she was pissed. She's oh. taking money out of our pocket, but my, my girlfriend's a pit bull.
0: Yo. But she's right. Oh no, no,
2: she's totally right.
0: What I, did you say to that woman I in can't in, in she person?
2: Admitted I got, it. oh, she admitted she felt bad, and her husband was like, "Yo, this dude might be upset with you." I mean, you know, um, I got her card, and uh, I was like, "Well, if you ever need any more art." You know, cause like you're like an interior des- interior designer, San Diego.
1: Yeah,
2: I'm not gonna get mad about it. i have just told myself I'm not gonna get mad about things like that. So, um, I just try to like make it a win.
1: Yeah. Like,
2: let me get your card, and if you need any more art, hit me up. You know, and don't take my shit no more, lady.
0: Shit. Wow. But that's yeah.
2: But it's like also, you know, I try to just look at it as a plus. Like somebody likes my art so much that they're still in my art, and in a cool way. Oh she saw the person who she took it from and she had to tell me. So it's affecting people in a way that, you yeah,
1: know, yeah, wow. you know,
2: I mean, I could be pissed about it, but you know, whatever, that doesn't do anything.
1: Yeah. yeah. How have you been choosing the artists? Mm, I mostly choose you, um, for, to clarify for people, the portraits that you do.
2: Um. Oh, the portraits that I do. Um, it's just like what I'm into. Um, I had this big boxing thing that I was into for a while. So I just started finding boxers from like different countries, Cuba, Cuban boxers, Mexican boxers, uh, black boxers, old Italian, Irish boxers, and just putting it together. And then I had like a, I had a dream one night where a bunch of fat rappers were in my dream. So I started doing like, I started taking so many fat rappers too, right? So many. So I started taking the heads of these fat rappers and putting them on sumo wrestlers. So it's just like. Things just aren't just like it, just comes to me in a different way, and I just try to put it out there and I see what people like. And people like different things, and uh, yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah. And what about for the redlining series? For the redlining, people you like, um,
2: people I like, and also like I'll find the maps and I'll see, like, oh man, this is a I like the the shape of the redlining in this map, Mm. so I'll do research on what people are from this area. I mean, when I first started, I already knew the people I wanted to do from the certain areas, but at this point, now it's like. What areas haven't I done? And then I'll do the research. And some people will hit me up like, yo, I'm from Nashville, man. Can you send me a Nashville one? I'm like, well, who's hot from Nashville yeah. that you want me to put on? Um, but yeah, that's usually. That's
0: and from looking at the be. art, it's usually um, you pick like a notable figure mm-hmm. and then correspond it to their city that they're from. Is that the way it is? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. yeah. When you look at the, I mean, it, it's such an interesting um, series of art because it's so aesthetically pleasing. Like, It's I very powerful. See, it's very beautiful. I, it's yeah. beautiful. I can right. see how you people gosh. want to buy it and have it framed and put in their house. But you, when you actually look at what it, it it's such a limited amount of space in the city where African-Americans were allowed totally. to live. Yeah. I mean, they're just, they really boom, are boom, just. Boom, boom.
2: They're, Clumped together
0: in yeah. certain spots. Yeah, it's just really, truly, it is literally marginalized. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 yeah.
1: I was uh I was reading about it uh redlining in general and kind of the evolution of it and how many different types there have been basically Mm -hmm. um they were talking about like environmental redlining or like basically like making sure that minority communities have small parks or like don't have access to like um just the like nicer, prettier things. Yeah, true. Um, yeah. They talked about reverse redlining or like liquor lining, which is where you actually green light a bunch of liquor stores to go into a neighborhood because then that's considered like a vice style business. And then now it's no more, um, it's not uh, desirable for anybody else to invest in it anymore. Um, they even said that um, this year, the Federal Housing Administration or whatever actually. Yeah. Um, they're suing Facebook for redlining through ads, which basically because on the Facebook algorithm, you can you can choose the people you want to be targeting, right? But there were people apparently like ex, um, excluding certain groups from housing ads. So it was um, like, so say a new hot condo's going up or condo building's going up in your neighborhood. They were targeting it so that it would only go to people who were not, um, basically it was like single, young, rich, white. Yeah. They were excluding people who... Uh, were parents which was interesting um anybody of like uh firstborn or non-immigrant uh descent anybody who had liked anything hispanic because they can comb all your data and see what you like people who are interested in accessibility so like disabled people and then as a witch i was very deeply disturbed they excluded (laughs) non-christians oh wow and i was like wow okay wow now it's a fight for me (laughs) <laughs> but um, that was in 2019 of this year that they fu- they're suing Facebook for God. that. So it's uh it's this is not something that's like back in the day. It's very active and kind of interesting in the digital space that that's a new version of excluding people or giving people access to media or information and stuff. And I do think that like redlining is if you're not a person who believes in like white privilege or whatever, it's the single most like obvious example of the right? system. It's literally the system at work on totally. paper. And uh, people don't realize, like, I mean, if that inhibits your generational wealth, like that, it's it's like the single biggest cause of not the cause, but it's emblematic of all the like systemic problems and structures you know yeah. and like even my parents um, my stepdad and my uncle they both own homes in Orange County and on the deeds like back and if you're a homeowner look at your old deeds it says in it, it this property cannot be resold to blacks Jews or Mexicans yeah
3: yeah
0: yeah and were, I think oh, Go ahead. No, no no you go ahead
2: no I was just gonna say um uh and that's the thing I, I learned but uh, when I did the series that just a lot of people don't know about it and yeah. um and I, I mean it's not it's you know uh, I've been watching Watchmen. Have y'all been watching that? It's like I a show. Good
0: things, with but... Yeah, with oh, HBO. Yeah. yeah, and
2: well, they start off the show with the Oklahoma bombing, right? That's mm-hmm. like the first episode, and they really show the whole thing, and Leah being from Oklahoma, she wrote a whole book about it, and pretty much, um, you no, know, she wrote a book about the Armenian genocide, but she did an essay about the Oklahoma bombing, and the next day, so many people were on Twitter, and they're like, I didn't know this happened, I didn't know this happened, I didn't mm-hmm. know this happened. So it's just a lot of like, America has so much racial angst and so much issues about race and what should happen and what should happen, and reparations has been a big topic. So I just think people sh- – it's hard to have a real conversation when people don't even know what's really happened in the history of yeah. just American And there's no –
1: like, it's yeah. not taught in schools, but also it's such a kind of, like – deep state thing that like it why it wouldn't why even be I mean would? because nobody even would know yeah. they didn't work in the financial sectors exactly. or weren't involved in that urban
0: yeah planning have you when you've had because um your exhibit coming up on December 14th mm-hmm. um you've had one before uh, I've for had the one red before, yep. were you approached by any schools or anyone who is interested in purchasing your art for any of their libraries or things because oh. this your art is is aesthetically beautiful and also socially political Politically powerful, but it also is very educational. Yeah, totally. that's a really good point. Would you ever be open to having it featured in like a school? Or? Oh,
2: totally. Yeah. Well, the reason I got this art show um, on the fourteenth uh, next week, uh, I did like I was doing a comedy show, and somebody wanted to put like my art up at the um, at the show for the whole weekend, and I was like, "Cool, man. Yeah, you can use the art." And then uh, this poet um saw my art and she wanted to do she wanted to have her poetry like in a poster form and she hired me to do some art with her poetry older woman uh she was really cool um nice lady hard lady though you know she's like i don't like it like this greg (laughs) direct (laughs) you need to get back to me sooner greg (laughs) you know shit like that but she was great um and i did her art for her and um and she goes to this library all the time. And the library down there, they already have, like, a huge redlining exhibit down oh, there. Oh, wow. It's huge. They have, like, um, dates and what happened this day. And, like, the ben- well, not the benefits, but, you know, the causes and, you know, a it lot of arrows yeah. and everything. And it's really beautiful. And um, she had went down there and she had talked to the the lady – like, the, that runs the library. And she's like, have you heard of Greg Edwards? And no, no, no. And she's like, he has this really amazing redlining exhibit. She gave her my website. The lady hit me up. And she was like, I'd love for you to come down. And we can talk about you doing an exhibit. And I brought some pieces down there. And she was like, can you do a show? And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, it's been it's been cool. Hopefully, the the place that um, that made the redlining exhibit for this library will be at the show. And then we can connect. And maybe I can get this, like, touring but um it's all yeah. been it's all been real positive and it's all been like really cool and um yeah man I'm just thankful that people really dig it and um starting conversations
0: yeah. have um in your research um in um f- about redlining and and uncovering these maps did you ever um come across any information about things that are going on maybe like in 2018 2019 to combat the effects of redlining that are still, you know, affecting people so much in these areas, mm. or is that just much more of a, a different?
2: I think the only thing that I when I went down uh, to the library that had the redlining exhibit, I learned more about um, redlining, and I learned like stuff like what's going on in LA right now with like um, Highland Park mm-hmm. and uh, the LA River. Mm. They're trying to like do some type of. Um, They're trying to revitalize the area um, off of the L.A. River, and they're trying to open it up and make water go through the L.A. River again. Um, And that's like some type of new redlining thing where they're trying to just gentrify these areas a little bit. But that's really the only thing. And, um, yeah, some cities I can't find, which is kind of weird. Like, I can't find, like some major cities in certain states, hmm. some
0: southern states, and I'm like,
1: I know you yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't <Redlining. laughs> They're like, they're like, redlining, we don't know her. <laughs> yeah. So like, It's
0: like in Germany you're not allowed to talk about. They're like, <laughs> yeah. we don't, we <laughs> were on we vacation. Don't, don't know, we yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: So like, that's that's been weird, but also, um, it's this website called the Richmond, um, God, I can't think of um, the title, but if, if you type, it's HRC Richmond, and that's where I got the maps from at first. Um, but yeah, through the months of me doing this artwork, you know they've been posting more maps. So that's been very like kind of interesting. Like, oh, some, somebody's doing their research and putting it up there.
1: Have you found your own hometown?
2: Oh yeah, I started off with my hometown.
1: Yeah.
0: Whoa, what was that experience like? It Which was is
1: uh...
2: Hampton, Virginia. Um, it was. I mean, I know a lot about the history of my hometown already. My town, where I'm from, is like the first place where slaves came from Africa to the new land. Oh, wow. so it's like a
3: port. It's like it the, one, the it port, a a, port. It was a
2: slave port. It was a slave port, but also the first place where we stepped foot on this um, in America. Oh, like
1: at all? Oh. At all.
2: Oh, wow. And uh, one of my friends got a good joke. He was like, damn, so you, your family just did leave. <laughs> 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 and uh, So, yeah, so I mean, I knew about the history of my town already, uh, but it was cool just to see. Um, it's a small city, my city, but the area, um I'm from like a area it's like very military, uh seven cities really close by and just to see that the maps small cities and there are different maps for every little city in my town. And just seeing, you know, famous people from uh, these areas and yeah. And the same redlining areas are still like the same hoods.
3: Right.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: it's very that's the clear. that's the really cool thing. Of, well mm-hmm. not cool thing, but just seeing that and like, wow, this shit hasn't changed since the thirties. Like this part is stilly. is still fucking dangerous. Still hood, still no hospitals. Yeah. You know,
1: I read too that it was, um, uh, the housing crisis was also related to that in that they were where they, they were giving a ton of subprime loans in all of the redlining neighborhoods. Yeah. And that they were saying like, uh, even like upper and middle class black families, uh, would get worse mortgage loans than the like poor white family in that yeah. same neighborhood um, and that yeah. they were calling them ghetto loans and like purposely. Oh, and this was crazy that Wells Fargo partnered with black churches to have pastors doing wealth seminars and that the church would get a kickback for every new mortgage application wow. that came through.
0: Wow. wow. I mean, this is such. It's such a great art series because it's so tied to it. In my eyes, it's so tied to gentrification. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, gentrification is basically just moving around the red line. Yeah, it's go. What people don't seem to understand about what's so evil about it is like, you, for for decades and decades and decades, you have these areas that were redlined, and then now these communities um are them being disrupted by people who are pricing them out and so then it's like people coming in being like no no no, this is our thing now yep. we're no longer this is not going to be applicable to the red line and then now they have to go out and basically be displaced and then create that same type of red line in another yep. in another area yeah. you know it's so um it, it's just such a um not a I, I hesitate to even say current. It's current, but it's also just something that's so always been. Yeah. You know, entrenched it's entrenched in yes. the
1: systems. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah.
2: I look at like um like we all do shows like in Highland Park and like sometimes I'll just drive down York Street and I'm not from here. So all I get is like stories of um like one of my good friends is Chris Garcia and he's from LA. So he'll tell me about like Echo Park like back in the day. He was like, Dog. Nobody went out to Echo Park back in the day. And I'm like, wow. And just look at it now in Highland Park, like York Street. It's like, man, nobody was over there, man. They had like, they killed some dude over there. And that's the only reason I know about like the numbers in Highland Park because like some gang.
0: Oh, the avenues? Oh, this is my my family. Yeah, Yeah, that's (laughs) his heritage. (laughs) (laughs) I'm from there. Yeah. Yeah. Remember
2: that? I guess I don't, it was like the 90s where like some tourists got killed out there. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, but look at it now. It's like, now. yeah,
0: the, the, the gentrification of Highland Park is because I'm from Eagle Rock, Highland Park area, mm-hmm. the whole Nella Northeast LA area. But like all, a bunch of my family went to Franklin High, which is in Highland Park. Uh, my mom's from Lincoln Heights, you know, Glassell Park, Eagle Rock, all those areas have been gentrified. But in Highland Park, just in the 2000s, yeah. I would take the bus from high school because i was going to high school in east la at the cal state campus and we would take the bus the 256 and it would leave us off on like avenue 57 and figueroa Mm -hmm. and that that strip now is from just 2007 right so that's just 12 years ago completely different Different. back then it was all carnicerias all panaderias all like latino shops uh liquor stores that were normal liquor stores not like fancy hipster (laughs) ones (laughs) yeah no breweries yeah there's (laughs) right by little cave by right by uh, la cuevita that bar that's where like my sister's uh really good friend was shot and killed in um in like a gang dispute and he died right there in front of the liquor store right there. It was just it was a different thing. And that whole like all of Northeast LA was dominated by the avenues and those are all my brother in law's (laughs) they're all yeah.
2: All former gang dudes. All former gang gang members
0: and my sisters were like the 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 girls who had to like fight their way into that, you know, gang. I know there's a different hierarchy for females and gangs, but yeah. But yeah, that it is a completely different world. That's why like when I when I'm doing like shows and there's a lot of shows down there, like the bowling alley, all that stuff. You just, I just look around and I'm just like, it is, it's absolutely crazy how much this place has changed. Also when you walk on fig, it's, it's so, it's still so segregated in terms of Latino V white. Yeah. All the white people who live in Highland park, um, only go to businesses that are made for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So home yeah. state, uh, civil coffee, places mm-hmm. like that that serve mostly white clientele. Yeah. All the Latinos are at Antigua, they're at Tierra Mía, they're at El Pescador, they're at all the Latino places, and it's crazy to me that like in a Latino neighborhood, a historical one, y- these like white people will go to get a taco. That's like a four dollar taco from Home State instead of just like patronizing yeah. a taco truck yeah, or a pescador or going to any one of the other great p- places there that are Latino owned that are like hanging on. Yeah. it's um yeah that that whole area is like um it's why Boyle Heights is so militant. What happened to Highland Park is why Boyle Heights are like oh you're gonna open an art gallery we'll throw a chair through your window. Yeah, yeah I remember <laughs> yeah. when that <laughs> shit
2: happened. And that yeah. was Jonathan actually. <laughs> <laughs> i remember At watching my old that. apartment no, yeah. yeah i get yeah. it though i mean yeah. um yeah i totally get it it's fucked up um yeah it's fucked up i just wish we could all just just exist together you know so fucking the question rock. is
1: like yeah how do you uh how do you help or like combat it or what do you do i did there was like some checklist circulating that was like for white people moving into neighborhoods. And it was like the 12 things to like your do's and don'ts. Right. You know? Um, and I thought that was interesting.
0: Cause that is true. Just because you are white and moving into a neighborhood that's not white, it doesn't necessarily mean you're gentrifying. No. It's just why people usually only patronize gentrifiers and therefore right. you're part of the problem, yeah. you know? Um, like one thing I think is really great is um, we've talked about this, uh, Katie is how insecure that show on hbo Mm -hmm. presents south la from a point of view from someone who is from there instead of demonizing it and showing the neighborhood and i know it's been controversial people have said that have accused Issa of like increasing gentrification there
2: yeah because people want to move out there now right
0: but i get also her point of view of it of like look i want to uplift my community so that we can have funding we can have all these things yeah You know, I don't know everything about that particular thing, but I do think I do love how when you watch that show, you're like, oh, you are seeing an inside POV of this world. Yeah. You know, it's
2: not just that show. It's also, you know, the NFL stadium in Inglewood and, you know, it's just L.A. I mean, everybody wants to be here. I know. And it's like, you know, if you're going to if you're going to buy property somewhere, why not buy it in L.A.? Because that property is going to be worth two times the amount in like 10 years. Yeah, it's true. It makes sense.
1: I Guys, I have a great real estate opportunity for all of oh, us right God. now. No, I'm <laughs> Let's do it. I'm, down. I'm so down. <laughs> so, How do we? I know. It's, it's, uh, yeah, that is the really interesting thing though. Like you said, is like, we all do want to be here. Yeah, everybody, everybody keeps coming. Everybody keeps like, yeah. you know, so I can't, Sunny. you can't blame people. I'm, you know, I said I immigrated from Orange County. But, yeah, no. I
2: came from Virginia. <laughs> Me and my girlfriend, we were talking about black gentrification. She was like, you know, it's like,
1: it's black people with money. Yeah. And they come to
2: areas. And they do the same thing. Yeah. It's just they were black. And yeah. I'm like, but it's still gentrification. Yeah. You know,
1: it's,
3: it's true. It's
1: still gentrification. No, it is very You're still true. Gentrifying
2: these neighborhoods, you know. Whatever you say, you
0: know. The, no, it's so true. <laughs> there there true. was this. Um I, I once had a boss. I yeah. was working in Glassall Park and it was at this like cafe. And I was honestly working at like one of the gentrifier cafes. Yeah. Me and this Filipino chick were the only two people from that neighborhood. Yeah. Everyone else was like, I'm from Seattle, I'm third wave Barista train. And it's like <laughs> Third I'm like,
3: right. <laughs> it's like,
0: I, this is not hard. You really could have taught some Mexican American and Filipino chicks from the neighborhood to do this stuff. Yeah, it's yeah. it's coffee. Like, yeah. let's relax, Please. you know. But um, she was telling me about her friend who owns a, um, a restaurant up in the northern part of Pasadena where there's a lot of African American people.
2: Yeah, like Altadena and shit. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: And they were accusing her restaurant of being part of gentrification there. And then the, I guess the owner of this restaurant, her friend was like, but I can't gentrify. I'm Mexican. And they're like, have you been to your restaurant? It literally, <laughs> like you're, you are the yeah. only Mexican there. <laughs> yeah. And there are not a lot of black people in this place. Like, and it doesn't serve any of those people. You know what I mean? She yeah. like, there's a also what you just said is like, there's a lack of understanding of what exactly gentrification, gentrification is. Yeah. Yeah. It's about money. Right.
1: I, that being that from is and so place. interesting. I was, because um, my boyfriend is from South Central Inglewood area, and we were driving, and he was like pointing out that there are new hipster, black owned coffee shops. He's like, it's like young black mm-hmm. uh, hipsters. And I was like, is that good that's cool right wait I don't know I I, I don't know man I don't know it, I, mean, I mean from there like you know is it right, cool right you know I mean, and then yeah. I was like oh is it would it be cool if there was like like this is my I was like would it be cool if there was like a symbol that like was like it's black owned so you can go but wait no that sounds wrong I was like that sounds illegal somehow I don't know yeah. also anytime where he likes to show me like cool stuff in his neighborhood you know whatever and there's a lot of like really interesting little architectural like spots and stuff but every time we go I'm like I look like your fucking real estate agent do not like have me out in this like. I'm the only white person here I'm fucking in my little like jacket like and I'm literally like walking into private properties being like I love the detailing there I look horrible
0: hilarious it, it is interesting though because it you just need these community I mean it's so much easier said than done but you just need these communities to have power where there is no power in order for them to control where the money is going in their properties, in their businesses, in their communities. And that's the problem. If it's a community of all renters, you really don't have a lot of power power. in that community. No power. No power. You know, that's the, that's the one thing that I think is unique about specifically where in Northeast LA that I'm from equal rock. It started out before it was incorporated into LA as whites only neighborhood Mm -hmm. it was a whites only neighborhood you can go back into the history eagle rock Rock was um before it was part of la okay it was before it was incorporated it was only a place that you could get you could rent or buy a property in if you were white right when it got incorporated into la um by the mid part of the 1900s around the 60s and 70s it was overwhelmingly filipino and latino yeah and there was like white flight out of it uh, because of that and then now There's more white people coming in. Mm -hmm. But the difference is that there's been a huge percentage of those uh, Asian and Latino families who moved in back in the 60s and 70s they bought their properties for a low price yeah. they owned their homes mm-hmm. so like the street that i grew up on is like filipino cuban ecuadorian mexican all those families are still there they own their shit they own yeah. their shit it doesn't matter that colorado boulevard is getting like fancy coffee shops it it actually makes their property value go, go up. up yeah so these communities of color this particular community of color is it still has some power where if you look at the demographics of eagle rock now they're still like 75 percent non-white yeah because there's been um less um, less uh they've had more power and less people have been pushed out you know but that's just like that's a rare thing that yeah. does not occur in no, most, most people just rent
2: yeah most yeah. people do are those are the people the people of color that bought their house are they selling
0: I'm, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I have seen that there definitely are houses for sale. Um, but, Cause, you um, mean, that's
2: like a, almost a million dollar house. you can sell. Right. Yeah. I have
0: noticed that there's a lot of historic businesses owned by people of color that have been there for 60 years. Like, a uh, El Arcoiris in Highland park on York mm-hmm. shut down. Um, and they sold and I, I don't, hopefully they owned the building and they were selling for a lot of money, yeah. you know? Um, but yeah, you just need you just need power and part of that power is property owning.
2: Totally. Got to own shit, man. Can't rent. Yeah. Yeah. That's and what I'm trying to, you know, trying so hard to just like I don't care what it is, yo.
1: Yeah. If me and you know, I
2: can find a garage somewhere, I'm like, <laughs> let's buy that shit. Yeah. Cuz it's going to be worth fucking $600,000 in like 2 years.
1: You were telling me yeah. about your plan once which I really have thought about so many times of like buying somewhere in Joshua Tree or in oh, the yeah. desert yes. and creating yes. like an artist collective yeah. and if we all kick fun, like kickstart or fun, yes. like everybody put in a grand and then you could, you were like, yeah, we could do like comedy tours, like bust people out, you can come and Gee. stay. Like Truly, I, I want in on this and <laughs> yeah. I have investors. <laughs>
3: yeah.
2: If you go to, tr- oh no, <laughs> Truly. Trul- go to com, and uh, it's 29 palms now because oh, everybody's okay, in Joshua fine. Tree now. Yeah, of um, course. But yeah, you can buy, I mean, you can buy a beat up cabin with five acres of land uh, for like $13,000. Yeah. And 29 pounds. And just, you know, my my dream is to like have a place out here and finally, you know, like we pay our, our mortgage and then I save up like another 15, buy a spot out there. And like, you know, when I don't have any shows, I'm out. Roll I'm like out. Fix, ch- 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 I'm fixing up my
1: spot. That would be I'm chilling. Yeah. truly be I I'm really not kidding. I'm like, yeah. let's talk about this. <laughs> I mean,
2: it's really not Amazing. it's really not hard to do and a lot of people are doing it. If you if you go to Joshua Tree on Airbnb right now, you'll see all these little cabins. People are doing it. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's you the can't like buy hot the thing. Yeah. It's so expensive out here. You might as well have something. Yeah. 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 I well, love the desert.
0: One thing though about like the buying property, but it, this more it applies to like um, in the city where there's limited housing and stuff is like w- like what about these people who are like buying properties? just to airbnb them yeah. so they're like staying basically empty there's yeah. no tenant but it it's all just like tourists coming in and airbnbing mm-hmm. you yeah. know
1: palm springs they put the like kibosh on that really, oh, really? Those, like yeah there's like a bunch of neighborhoods you drive through and there's like there's no way Airbnbs allowed here wow but they're like those i mean they're all like really dope mid-century gorgeous places yeah. that mm-hmm. i'm sure a lot of the people do live there full-time and i i admit like i would be super annoyed if Totally. That was doing like bachelorette parties next door in my nice ass like yeah. you know but
0: also thing. you just see like so much homeless people like yeah. back like where like down at that like did you ever go to that apartment where like me and Paige and sammy used to live like near the 101 yeah. freeway oh in that yeah. area that yes was, oh, a yeah, yeah. crazy so much yeah yeah it's so much homeless people and then you have these like properties that are just like nice apartments like this just empty until totally. a tourist comes you yeah. know yeah. yeah that's sad yeah
2: it's i was in um I used to live in Oakland, San Francisco before I moved out here. And I recently had to go to a funeral um, like uh, about two weeks ago. And I was up in Oakland. And I mean, Oakland, San Francisco, San Francisco has always had like a huge homeless problem. But Mm -hmm. Oakland, not as much. But now it is crazy. It makes L.A. I mean, it's just as bad here as it is in Oakland now. And the thing there... I was walking by, I was just, I went to the funeral and I left and I just had to cry, so I just walked down Uh the
3: street
2: and I just walked walked down the street and I was just crying until I went to like a Starbucks and uh, and I just passed by like an old park that I used to go to when I was like in my 20s and it's just like tents everywhere Mm. and it's not just tents, it's like I was walking past one and I just saw all the stuff in there. So it was like somebody got kicked out of their apartment. Yeah. And they just brought everything from their apartment and just put it in the park. And that's where they live now.
1: It's crazy. That is a really interesting thing. It's not kind of the transient vibe. I did. It's I'm not even saying this is a funny thing, but like I was walking in Vermont. There was it was at one of the time. Every it seems like once a year they come and clear out the encampments and then they kind of build back up. And I was walking down and. I almost walked into a homeless woman's tent because I thought it was a (laughs) pop-up because she had plants and signs out front. Oh, what? And I literally was like, "What is this craft fair?" Like I literally almost I was like, "Oh my god!" That
0: is the and it was full god. on
1: like home sweet home, live oh laugh love god. signs and her plants all over her little mini apartment. Chris, like, that's How a much great for the succulents? Dude, that's a great Dude I felt. It's so <laughs> <laughs> a great sketch. Literally, I was like, "This is the worst of everything that is happening right <laughs> uh, uh, now." Excuse me. Yeah. Excuse <laughs> me. Anybody here? Oh. Uh, oh my god!
2: Yeah, that's it was a so hilarious bad. sketch.
1: But well, yeah, how do you know? But, but yeah, that's the real sad yeah. thing is that it's a lot lot of like just one bad thing like all the economic classes are like pushed down on each other so people who never were were like way below
2: yeah yes. and it can happen I mean, you know like four or five checks you're out there man yeah you know it's it's, it's bad
1: it's real rough yeah. but if yeah. you do want to help things you can do i'm a big fan of like ever since you know all the chaos of the election and stuff is like uh working locally mm-hmm. think about the 150 people that are closest to you that you could help or reach out so to start volunteering Tutor Especially for me Like the In LA There's a huge um, Homeless women's crisis And women are like Incredibly vulnerable As um, Women on the street And so I've been wanting to get more Involved in the downtown Women's shelter And things like that So I feel like If you are somebody who Wants to do something Like Donate Try to be more active As locally as possible yeah. I think that's the only way To like Do anything You know
0: For your album cover Dopamine mm-hmm. Um Did you did you do I feel like the artwork was kind of Yeah. It was a it was a red line. It was a red line, I just did it with different colors and it it, it was
2: my hometown. Yeah. 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 Have you
0: when you've been back to your hometown, is there um like a movement of gentrification happening there or not as much? Not
2: as much. I mean my hometown is like it's beautiful. Um my area where I grew up where I was born in and my parents bought a house. Um, like on the line of like two cities and uh the city that I was born in is rougher than the city that my parents bought a house in and now when I, I look on Trulio all the time um there's cheap houses I mean psh, not even that bad like you know not even that beat up $30,000 1700 square feet Whoa. now oh, wow three bedrooms um, huh? but it's not it's not a lot of it's not a lot of industry out there
1: yeah it's just right. kind of, yeah.
2: It's colleges a lot of people work for the colleges the it's like a lot of black colleges around that area there's a shipbuilding industry um where most people when i was growing up uh their parents you know graduated from high school they may have went to college but they worked at the shipyard where they yeah. just build military ships um mm. trump was there maybe two maybe two years ago and he did like a whole big thing at the shipyard saying, like, we're just going to be building ships for, like, the next four <laughs> years, which was like, wow, That's that means a lot of people are going to make money in my hometown, but also, mm-hmm. god damn. Um, so, I mean, I you, people are buying houses back there, but I don't think they have the mindset of um, gentrification. Growing up, there weren't a lot of Latinos um, in my area. They're only Puerto Ricans. Uh, because I live in like it's a big military, but now growing up there's more taquerias, so I mean yeah. it's, it's more Mexicans in my area now, and Mexican people are coming in and buying a uh, property and in, um, in the downtown New Prenos area, um, but the black folks in the, in the south when I go that when I go back home and I see more of the taquerias. It's no beef. It's just like, man, these, this food is good. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like this food is good, and man, these ladies are hot. <laughs>
1: I, uh, and that's, that's it. I that's went it. to. Uh, I was in North Carolina a while back, and uh, we went to like the local, you know, whatever museum, and uh, they had a whole floor exhibit on Latinos in the South, and they were saying that um, by whatever twenty twenty five, whatever, it was like that, it will be like sixty percent Latino. Yeah. They're the highest growing group. There's so totally. many. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that like the southern identity is like not just gonna, really gonna go uh, to the side Yeah, um very very interesting
2: virginia i mean so much um when i when i visit back home and i got boys that live in like dc baltimore area now that's all they say it's like it's yeah it's just it's a lot of mexicans in, in baltimore and in washington dc um which is just fucking, which is great i think it's great because it just it it it's it's more of a melting pot yeah and it just keeps the beef yeah. Just chill. <laughs> it's like, all right, man. We can let's 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 stretch this out now. Let's just let, let everybody just come together. Well, you know.
1: Well, it is yeah. It, yeah. one thing that is interesting is like the flip side of gentrification or whatever is that. And my boyfriend and I were joking about because we were raised in like the '90s, whatever. It's like height, and he's from South Central, so it's height of gang. It's like ground yeah. zero oh, yeah. for gang warfare. Yeah. Race issue, like all that kind of stuff, is the hotbed. But we were like kind of laughing. That we like you just don't see gang members the way you used to. Nope. And when you do, they wear skinny jeans. Yep. It's like, yeah. we yeah. were really, we were like, I really miss the, like <laughs> the gang members of our youth, you know? It truly, the, like-
0: it truly is like, it was a, the nineties was a time that was like, it did touch. Mo- if you were living in the real world in any way, it touched you in some way. Hell yeah. I remember my my, my sister was walking to another house, like from, from Eagle Rock to Glassall Park. Then she came back and she was like, uh, when I was leaving the house, I like was leaving and then I look over and there's like a bunch of gang members <laughs> behind a bush pointing guns at her. And then they just made the shush sign and then like kind of a get out of here look. And then she just gets out, drives in her car and drove home. And apparently like they just shot up a bunch of people in that house. It was like ah! part of a beef. And she was like, and that was like, but you just don't hear stories like as that as, as yeah. she was leaving. Wow. Yeah. As much anymore. Um Yeah. And then also my brother-in-laws have said, oof. Crazy shit. Yeah. They've pulled once when I was yeah. um I mean this is so f- long ago, maybe the statute of limitations has yeah. run out, but like <laughs> I remember I was like eight or nine and I was in the back seat and it was my brother in law and my sister and they were driving me and their their kids, their three kids to yeah. to my parents' house. And um he pulled over in this neighborhood in Glassall Park and was like, Do you see that house? Um that kid can't walk anymore because I shot into that house and he got paralyzed. And then my uh, sister turned to him. She goes, and you're fucking proud of that? And then he just laughs and we drove on. And, and then me, all, me and all the kids are in the back looking like, look like frightened elves. We're just like, what? Yeah. It's a different
1: it's time though crazy it, So it is weird I'm like I know Gentrification isn't good But that was the era yeah. um, no, We don't gentr- see it anymore It's just a very different But gentrification
0: thing. Doesn't really fight Gang violence You know what I mean no, It I'm just, just saying that it's like That's the
1: new problem But like you know When we were growing up I don't know Just gangs were so hot back then And now it's like <laughs> There's a gangster. ceasefire I think After Nipsey Hussle got shot Like mm-hmm. you know It's just like it's just not fun anymore no I'm kidding I'm what's totally the kidding. no 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 right? but it is it
0: is very like now it is all about school shootings and you hear less about gang violence in the news you are everything yeah. about school shootings I wanted to do
1: is. a joke that as a white woman I will be spending my child to a hood school because there's no <laughs> yeah, gang shootings there. Right? I mean there's no school, school. shooters there yeah. homeschool them yeah, yeah. homeschool like a motherfucker well then that's kind of they get a little weird but they, I mean yeah they do but and I'm We're not, still I'm alive. Not i mean it's like <laughs> <We've been laughs> no, but, so i would be so scared to go to
2: a school right
1: now it's so wild Just, no way it's i know. I'm home school, man so crazy but i do yeah. miss i miss baggy clothes a little bit yeah i mean
0: the 90s is like, coming back all the gen z kids they're gonna move into the 2020s and they're all like putting on 90s i was walking yeah. down the street i was walking behind three <laughs> teenagers okay this girl had on, like, a scrunchie, like, from the 90s, wow. and, like, fluffy hair and the big bangs. Okay? The, like, chola bangs? like those? No, not oh, chola. No. She was a white girl, but it was, like, you know, the fluffy. Like the, the Tiffany fluffy, Amber
1: Thiessen Yeah, the bang. fluffy mom bangs, yeah. right? Tiffany Amber Thiessen. Yeah.
0: The dude had that, you know, that, like, haircut that all the, like like, hunky white dudes used to have in the, where it was, like, short back here, but then, like, the long, like like split yeah, bangs down, lines, down here, yeah. wearing a flannel. <laughs> Shit. And I was like, oh, the 90s are back. They're all drawing from like a decade that they don't even remember because they're thinking, oh, this is cool. It's like from another time. It's different. Very vintage. Yeah. Wow, man. Side
1: note, are you ever going to do a redlining series, but it's all white artists? Uh, you know, are you going mean, to do Kurt Cobain in Seattle?
0: I've been thinking about like, I've been thinking about flipping it. Like, um... You just circle their rich neighbors and yeah. you go fuck you. Yeah. <laughs>
2: no, I just been I, I it's been like trying to figure out like the next thing I wanna do, like mm. um artistically. Um Yeah. But just just trying to figure it out. I do like Kirk Cobain though. I've been getting to him getting to him more recently. Kirk Cobain and Prince. I don't know why. I've just I been listening to them a lot lately.
3: It's our youth.
0: Yeah. I got I got back into um hole like listening to courtney love yeah yeah yeah. i got fucking pissed the other day and i was like i was like i have not listened to hole in 10 years and i will just put on hole right now and i just walked through the streets listening to a hole and i was like i feel like i'm a grunge rocker in the night yeah
1: i told you when i was painting that vase right over there at i was at um the fire glaze part on a uh uh, what is it on Vermont or uh, Hillhurst there's like a little like color me mine kind of pottery place oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I've never gone but I was like in a mood and I was like I need to paint this out and uh, <laughs> and there was a girl there with her friend the whole time it was like just us in it because it's like a little like whatever and then at the end the girl like the clerk comes over and she's like can I get a name because you have to like glaze it and pick it up later okay. and then the girl goes uh, yeah Francis Bean Cobain and I was like <gasps> what and was it Yeah, yeah, yeah. We really full. And it's funny because when she first walked in, I recognized her, but I was like, maybe she's a female comedian and I can't remember her name, so I don't want to even like talk yeah. to her, like and be like a bitch. And then I was like, that's why I recognize her she, face. She yeah. Said but her I, whole name? yeah, that was the real thing. I was like
0: You want to be recognized if you said Frances Bean. She full on said Cobain. Francis Bean Cobain. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Just say Frances. Just yeah.
1: say uh, be- just, yeah.
0: Francis, yeah. Yeah. Francis B. Yeah. Bean.
1: Francis Bean Cobain. That's wow. where I was like, oh, that was a power move. Yeah. Such but a power you know what? Move. She got me. So yeah.
2: Hold on. So okay, this this the goal. No,
1: no no right here the um see the sunglasses hanging off on this oh that, that. one yeah you got that done there that's i did that yeah you it's a bunch that? of labyrinths on each side it
0: honestly it's so wow. for the listeners who are not here it's a it's like a pencil holder it actually looks like the configuration from hellraiser if you guys know yeah, what that is it looks is. like a bunch of illuminati yeah.
1: symbols on each side but they're all labyrinths because i love labyrinths because you are always walking forward mm-hmm. and it winds you all the way in People think labyrinths and maze are the same, and they're not. A okay. maze, you have options where to go. Labyrinth is always forward. You follow the whole path, but it takes you all through the maze. Yeah,
2: well, not with shit. That's what I'm talking. It about. really, it really, <laughs> truly
1: is to me because it's a symbol for life. Because you're always going forward, even though sometimes you feel like you're like doubling back. now
2: Yo, you gotta start selling your shit. Yeah, oh, you're, I mean, you're artistically. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's for real.
1: You'd be I, surprised. That's man. Really little, but I have because of my new house. I have been Etsying a lot, and I've been like, these bitches. No. Like, honey, I could do. French, yeah. Yeah. Give me some Photoshop. I'll give you start uh, a I'll some, give you some basic bitch quotes. Start a sure. website, French. There is a Witch yeah. C already. It's an actual website called a Witch Sea. Like it's <laughs> an Etsy. Um you should, though. but it's too goth. It's very hot topic stuff, but yeah.
2: You got skills. we we'll, uh, yeah, definitely have some got fun. skills.
0: And Greg, yeah. I wanted to ask about um, doing visual arts versus comedy for you. Mm-hmm. Do you find that it's therapeutic? Do you find it's just you get out of your mindset comedically? What 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 do you like about visual arts?
2: Um it's so therapeutic. Um You know, comedy, I've been doing comedy for a long time. And uh, sometimes the game is just tiring. Mm -hmm. And it's just always something to do. It's like, I got to fix my website. Let me send out uh, fucking show requests. I got a show. Let me fucking put a flyer for November, let everybody know where I'm (laughs) at.
3: You know, it's just always
2: something to do. Um, And I mean, I love doing comedy, but sometimes it's just not fun. And yeah. um, sometimes I want to just have something uh, that doesn't mean anything. Um, I'm not trying to get anything from it. Um, so yeah, it's just it's like it's just relaxing. Um,
1: Did you always do art? Did you do art before comedy? Always, I've always. I little mean, draw- like you were just tagging up your little um, binders, weren't you? Totally. I mean, yeah.
2: and even with my, I'll look back on like joke books from like the early 2000s, and it's like. It's jokes, but it's a art in there.
1: Oh, that's cool. I was
2: talking to my
0: little brother recently. He was like, man, you still be drawing? <laughs> i
3: like, yeah, I'll be drawing still, man. He doesn't follow you on
2: Instagram? He does They'll- He does. He
0: does. Are you saving those? Do you save those notebooks with like the old notes from your early comedy days? I got
2: everything. Um, I was actually, I was hanging out with Leah recently and Janelle was just talking shit about just talking shit about
3: me
2: (laughs) it's very funny comedian leah k K. janian (laughs) yeah Yeah. to leah about me um like you know how we all like i like to write jokes on like random shit like i'll write jokes on this i'll write jokes like if i don't have anything i'll write jokes on the back of this yeah um and i'll sometimes i'll just have them around the house (laughs) and janelle doesn't throw them away she doesn't throw them away she's like look I don't throw your shit away, but you know, you got to get better with this. And I was yeah. like, oh no, He's like, I'll collect them and then I'll write them all in a pad and then I'll throw them out. <laughs> yeah. And then Lee was like, yo, you should just grab them all together and do some art with it. And I was like, oh, that's a really good idea. Just a bunch of shit together and then you throw some other shit up there with it. So yeah.
0: And it could be a thing where like, a hundred years from now, you could have like a like a Greg Edwards house museum, like the Frida Kahlo exhibit, in, in, yeah, and oh, you look oh, at you God. look at just like the journals and stuff, and yeah. it's all like exactly how you left it. Hell yeah. yeah, it's That'd all just cool. naked pictures
1: of Coretta Scott King <laughs> 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 oh,
2: with oh, a unibrow for some reason. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just like, That's a nice mix-up. I like yeah. that Coretta with a unibrow. Oh, I think
3: you might be on something, right? I
2: like that. That's
0: there's some, there's something about like <laughs> Frida and what she did for the unibrow, where it's like as soon as you put a unibrow on you're evoking her in some way totally. and it's like there's something i don't know i don't know what it says but it's like you're saying something about femininity there she you know own, what i mean she owned it yeah yeah she did own it. She like, was witchy very witchy too right yeah very yeah. witchy like you know that you know that spanish catalan artist you know rosalia yeah yeah she in her new video she she did a unibrow oh yeah in her amazing. yeah i like her too she's good She is really good yeah she's
1: nice and thick too
0: she is getting thick. Yeah. She's getting thicker. Speaking of
1: thickness, I mean we didn't talk about it, but I mean, Greg is like so ripped. You guys don't know but like Oh really? I literally I was didn't I ask you last time, I was like, how do you buy jackets? <laughs> it looks like they're like Sometimes. so ripped. Like follows Instagram for I'm, his art and his stuff. I'm but also trying to get his arms smaller are crazy. I'm
0: trying, oh, I'm to, get trying to get bigger. You're trying to get bigger. Yeah, do you see my tits got bigger? I see your arms been, getting bigger. I've been I've been, I've been eating He's and I've been lifting. Titting, that's what we're calling. It. I, I call you it lifted? titting. Yeah. I want to get thick. I want to get thick I wanna get like fat strong okay like okay. you know the muscle like you see the muscle but it's not so shredded it's like there's some fat over it because mm-hmm. i don't want to be like hard okay like super hard i want the arm you know what i mean i want to no, be no. thick i know yeah. what you're talking about yeah yeah. yeah yeah, yeah.
1: he he i mean greg has it's like how much, oh yeah do you just know he has a good body I, lift, is? I mean i <laughs>
2: i basically do the same workout i mean that uh no i run when i'm when i'm on my when i'm on my regiment. i run like two to three miles a day and do my sit-ups and then I I just bench and I'll do free weights. but I'm trying to like change it up because I'm old now so I gotta just do different things. Um, but yeah, I'm trying to get away I don't want to lift as much anymore. I want to like like slim down, try to drop some weight. Give those
1: jackets a
0: break. Give those, those jackets a break. Jackets, it's not the jacket.
1: It's the jacket arms. The like, arms. I, I mean, Bro. literally, his arms are like so. <laughs> I, yeah, so no, so muscular. It,
0: Your Your arms are my dream arms. Like, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's what I. Your
1: arms are my dream legs. <laughs> 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 I got to slip legs. down. <laughs> oh, yeah. No,
0: no, no. And he lifted his forearm and he had like a nice vein going. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 That's slip. hard to get. That I takes slip work. Down. Yeah. I
2: went to the gym this morning. Yeah. The gym is fun in LA. So much so wild. All the ridiculousness.
1: It's just
2: I mean, the shit I see at an LA gym and like all the different times. Like if you go early in the morning, you see like the early gym rats. There's like this there's this model that comes to my gym now. Like when I go when I'm if I'm at the gym at like six thirty, it's this dude, he's like six four, like just beautiful dude. Looks like light skinned with this like blondish hair and uh, hella thin. He's just running. <laughs> like a gazelle. Like,
0: just, just He's got a Zach Cardio. <laughs> just running, right?
2: He pulls up in his like drop top Mercedes <laughs> with this big buff uh black dude that's old and then he trains him and it's him and it's just like the random people you see and uh yeah, it's just fun. And you just see people that's just there. It's uh okay, you know Rafa? Rafa's loud? Yeah, yeah, Rafa's.
3: yeah.
2: <laughs> I'll see Rafa in the gym. But Ralph just goes to the gym for the hot tub. Really? <laughs> <laughs> Straight to the hot tub. No working out. No, no, no. He's it's- like, my
0: muscles need the <laughs> yeah, relaxation.
2: <I> just gotta, <laughs> ugh, it's, it's just funny. I love the gym in LA.
0: Yeah. I, I'm the I'm a especially because I'm a newer lifter. I'm a noise guy, oh, so like nice. I have to because I'm trying to do the whole thing of like lift heavy, eat a lot, get build mass, like okay. that whole thing. So you have to lift like more than you think you could. Li- totally. And, and you're, I'm just like Hah! like I'm that guy. <laughs> and so and he becomes straight at the gym. Yeah, <laughs> and I have some weights in my apartment. And my boyfriend, he's like he'll be cooking, and I'll just be like Hah! like just like Hah! and he'll just be like. <laughs> oh go he's like so grossed up but he's like go to the gym that's so gross i love it yeah. that's beautiful how much what, what, are you doing the bench um free weights i'm doing both free weights and then i have a bar i don't have a bench unless i'm using the gym okay so i kind of make my own bench at, nice. at my apartment yeah okay. but the most i can do right now is 120 that's so that's good. not that it, it's start it's starting out yeah, yeah. yeah. that's good so, yeah good jonathan yeah hell yeah <laughs> Um, Greg, uh can you tell us where we can find your art and where we can find your comedy?
2: Um yeah, you can find my art at uh, gregedwardsart.com. dot com and you can find my comedy on gregcomedy.com and also um art and comedy on my Instagram account and which arms is, <laughs> <it's> in, <laughs> and arms on uh Greg Comedy on Instagram and follow my Twitter, Greg the Grouch. On Twitter, and thank you guys. It's been super fun. Of course, so thank you uh, I so love much y'all. For coming. I've been knowing y'all for so long. It's <laughs> yeah. just great to catch up.
1: We'll be at the show next week. Yeah, we're hey, gonna yeah. come. Oh, sweet. Yeah, and yeah.
2: Thank you guys. Yeah, of yeah. Course. It's it's gonna be a smaller version of my other show, but um, yeah. It should be it should be fun.
0: Yeah, yeah. and buy his album Dopamine. Um yeah. it's it's so good. So. Yeah,
2: I appreciate it. Thanks, awesome. Thanks thank Greg.
1: Thank you guys. Bye.